0: You're listening to Radio Foul. Hello, oh, there we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the weekly wrestling recap. This is episode 185. Um, it is the 17th of June, 2020, or 2020, as some people would say. And today we're going to be talking about what have Vince McMahon and Kevin done very pleased with that title. Um, Obviously we're going to be talking about the reports of potentially lack of testing when it comes to the current climate and we're also going to be looking of course at the return of New Japan Pro Wrestling and the New Japan Cup which was mm, amazing just finished the first two days of that and also we're going to be talking about some new rumors that may come from a court case that is currently being um, being uh, being put towards the WWE related to the Saudi Arabia incident. Mmm, yes. This is the Weekly Wrestling Recap episode 185. I hope that everything works and that you enjoy that show. See you in a sec, folks. When well, I figure out how to press the button. There we go. This should work now, hopefully. Welcome to the Weekly Wrestling Recap episode 185, 185. It is the 17th of June 2020 and there are a hell of a lot of things to talk about. First of all, thank you very much for joining the live recording. If you're listening on Radio Foul, then you can find this live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. UK time for the Weekly Wrestling Recap on youtube.com slash Foul Original Wrestling, where we talk about Wrestling, um, and so many stories today. Um, I kind of was like flip flopping on exactly what I wanted to talk about. I want to say hello to um, Brian Walsh, um, how you doing, buddy? Oh, Lost Puppa, one, two, three, and of course, Nails and NY, a couple of silly billies in the thumbnail, indeed. Now, um, Lots of things to talk about. Um, number one, I wanted to say like big thank you to loads of people out there that said happy birthday to me on Saturday. Big, big shout out to Sean Rossap. Um Very, very nice of him to say that. And some really, really awesome people felt very, very loved this birthday. Um, thank you so much. Now, um, let, let's, let's dig into what we're here to talk about, which is of course um, this, So last week on Monday Night Raw, so earlier on this week, um, we had the first, well, the first time that the WWE have brought like fans in. And this is probably one of the first companies that have actually gone ahead and done that. So we had fans in the WWE Raw event. Now, obviously that's not necessarily something that is an issue, even in the current climate. There are things that can be done to potentially like safeguard, against those. Um, But we have kind of had a lot of reports that have come through about the way that the testing is happening within the WWE. Of course, massive names like uh, Roman Reigns, and of course, a few other people as well, specifically asked to stay at home. Now Roman Reigns has said that that had no bearing upon his career or anything. Obviously it's Roman Reigns so we don't really have to worry about it but with the issues that he's had with his um, with leukemia of course he is quite immunocompromised when it comes to something like that. So you could kind of understand that but what has come to light over this past just today, was that there's some tapings that were being done for Smackdown and a few other things. Now these fans, if you watched Raw, were not socially distancing. They also weren't wearing any masks, um, which again isn't really an issue. We've seen this on AEW, so we have to kind of, you know, apples to apples. But in this situation, it's actually apples to oranges because AEW have been, and they've shown this on Being the Elite and um, within all of their social media, they are taking this very, very seriously. So seriously to the point where they, they are just, they are really spending time on their testing and everything else that they're doing. Now, the WWE aren't. And we kind of know this. Um, AEW does temperature checks. They you, you have like a little wristband which says that you've been tested. And then they kind of let you, not roam free, but obviously they're very, very, very cautious about what's going on. Now, the reason why this is even something that we have to talk about today is because of the two people in this thumbnail reports are coming in from many different sources including of course Sean Ross sap of fightful and a really 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 good breakdown of this by John Alba over on um, over on uh, Twitter as well really good reports um, coming in from sources and of course big shout to tom collahu as well providing some really independent um, looks at this from sports keda but the crux of all of this is that Kevin Dunn, according to all of these, and I will try and link them in there, but I don't really want to go over those in particular, um, is that he asked the fans that were there not to wear masks, mainly because they would look a little silly on TV, according to him. Now, this has come in from many different reports, including Um, Brian Alvarez, and of course, Meltzi. So this isn't something which is a rumour. This is probably more likely to be fact. Now, the sources that have spoken out, um, (laughs) the sources that have spoken out Obviously, most of these sources are going to be anonymous. They're going to have to be anonymous. The reason for that, of course, is because these fans that came to the Performance Center and were there for the tapings of Raw and SmackDown and other bits and pieces, they're probably friends and family of potential developmental wrestlers, NXT wrestlers that are there. I don't think that if potentially your your family, who are very supportive of your choice in professional wrestling, would in any way want to damage your future career prospects with a company if they've asked you to do something. Something you may not necessarily want to do, but for the good of your family member's career, they want to do that. Now again, this isn't something which should be really taken lightly. but. If this is correct, then this means that this edict of not wearing masks on screen, again, looking at Raw, there were certain times when the street prophets nipped into the crowd and did a little dance with them, not socially distant. There was no concept of social distancing. The concept was that they put plexiglass everywhere. And apparently, even though the plexiglass is breached on many times during a show, and also people come through the crowd anyway, it kind of takes all that away. This is, of course, however, something which the WWE have done on a major, major... well, on the regs, you could say. They have not necessarily always had the best intentions for their talent. Now, again, there's some video that went out after this news came out, because the really, really sad part about all of this is that the wrestlers found out via social media and wrestling journalists. It was wrestling journalists that broke the news to them that there was someone within there that was testing po- that tested positive. Now, you had people like Ric Flair out there, you know, people that are very susceptible to this very, very real, very, very real situation. Now, looking at it all. And I mean, I've poured, one through, poured through everything. And I was going to initially kind of just break down all the things, but there's so much. And what I want to actually do is direct you to those particular reports by Fightful, the reports by John Alba, the reports by Tom Colohue um, and Ryan Satin, several other people. I would direct you to look at their actual factual reports on this and their reporting, because I don't want to ma- I don't want to muddy the message here. but if this is true this is ne- this is this is absolutely a neglect of talent this is potentially and i want to say allegedly a liable kind of situation if any of these potential, if these professional wrestlers or independent contractors contracted the current climate then they would in all well in all actual actual honesty probably be able to present a case to say that they have got some unsafe working environments. You've got to think back to the fact that there are NXT wrestlers out there that have been told to stand there for 10 hours just out there, not even wearing masks. The pure irony of the situation, of course, is that the WWE actually sell merchandisable masks that you can get with your favorite wrestler's logo. on front. So it's actually a marketing miss as opposed to a marketing hit, because if you get them out wearing them, that's, that's a whole different story. Now, I didn't want to really like kind of dwell on all of this today, but this of course has now, and this is a developing story, which is why I didn't really want to go too deep into it, but I felt like I wanted to talk about it is that this is still now a developing story and there are some tapings that have been stopped. The people that left the arena, the fans that don't know if they've got it or not, they've been asked to come back for testing which is a little bit horse bolted the stable. I mean it would have probably made more sense to test them on the way out as opposed to asking them to come back. Now the ones that have not been um, chosen to come back and been tested, they're not allowed to come back to the tapings. So in theory, that means that if you refuse to get a test and you actually then become symptomatic, it, like no one's going to know because they, they have asked the people to come back for tests. They've not said, you may or may not have this, here's a free test. Now there was a video up there with Mojo Rawley who got the test um, on camera with a doctor and everything felt a little bit, you know. A, a little bit like put upon, felt a little bit like. Look, we all do this, but we know that they're not even really doing temperature checks. So, with of course, kind of like kind of um comparing this to what happened with New, what's going on with New Japan, which we're going to talk about later on, and what's going on with stuff like AEW and the upcoming Game Changer Wrestling GCW events. There's a big difference in the way that the WWE is handling this current climate, almost in a way which is detrimental to them, and in some ways quite dangerous to the talent and to fans. It's a little bit of a crappy situation at the moment, and it is still a developing story, but if this is true, then this is something which is probably going to come back and bite them in the ass later on. I would not want to be one of the wrestler's families who contracts and then tries to sue and then is told that they, because of, allegedly they signed waivers and stuff. Um, it's just, it, 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 it's really crappy behavior. It's it, it's a very crappy behavior. And that's what I wanted to say about it. Now, what have Vince McMahon and Kevin done? What they always do which has put profits and put the facade of a successful glitzy and glamour wrestling company ahead of their talent and their fans' well-being. I don't really have much more to say about it other than please go and check out those sources. Go and seek out some information about this because this is not good timing for them. And obviously there's another name that I haven't mentioned. That name is Bruce Pritchard. Now I don't wanna like throw any aspersions, cast any aspersions there. Of course, this is something that Vince and Kevin have done on a regular basis, but I feel like in this time, in this current climate, like let's be a bit safer. Um, especially when it comes to the family of the talent out there and it feels almost Almost like a pressurized situation to have to sign these kind of waivers. But yeah, really, really crappy behavior. Absolutely just terrible stuff. And um, again, ironic because they sell the masks. They sell the out ma- Let's uh, go back to the chat. Thanks so much. Um, I really hope they're looking after Ric Flair. Absolutely. Um, WWE is actually facilitating disease. I'm pretty sure that it's actionable. <clears throat> I did say last week that Vince would do well to follow New Japan's lead absolutely and that's the thing that we have to kind of look here it feels like it's actionable and it feels like this is something that will come back to bite them in the bum and when it does um we will have all seen it i'm also very very intrigued and interested to see the wwe 24 about this period of time and how the wwe will attempt to shape history if you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. You know that by thumbs up in the video. It really helps me with the algorithm. You can also do that by subscribing if you haven't already. Hit the bell notification to be notified when I was going live. I'll go live every Wednesday for the Weekly Wrestling Recap, which happens at 5 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. UK time, where we talk about wrestling. Segments like Silly Billy, hashtag Silly Billy, and also Bright Side of the Ring, hashtag BSOTR. And, of course, on a Wednesday night, we do a dynamite watch-along, which happens on youtube.com slash foul Original Wrestling, 15 minutes before the show starts, 7.45 p.m. Eastern, 12.45 a.m. U.K. Blummin' time. <clears throat> and, of course, this show is released on Radio foul on a Thursday sometime. Uh, yeah, so really kind of weird thing to kind of come back to when i was looking at it um yeah other companies like new japan have done so much to protect their employees and that's the thing you have to kind of compare this in this situation especially it is apples to apples and i mean ring of honor they're paying all of their staff um, and all of their talent impact wrestling were the first one they didn't even say it people start the talent started saying well impact have been paying us so it wasn't even for the glory or the clout. And the WWE has been notorious at cutting staff um, ahead of profits when it came, um, uh, sorry, staff for profits in this recent time, just after WrestleMania. So it's, um, it, it, it's, it's all just, but again, it's all par for the course, isn't it? It's all par for the course. Now, um, anyone else feels there's one insane thing after another with WWE, like a scandal or something bizarre? Indeed indeed now kind of just moving on to our next segment for the day um i wanted to talk about of course the return of new japan so like new japan is back and i'm very very excited i am a really big fan of new japan like i only really became a fan um in the past like 18 months um and last year was my first g1 like officially during the time and like this year, I was really excited for G1, really excited for everything New Japan came. Obviously, I was massively in love with Wrestle Kingdom this year. It was a two-night event. Cool with me. It was a two-morning event. And um, very, very excited to have seen Tetsuya Naito become the double champion. And of, guess, of course, get to see Kazuchika Okada. And I'm a big fan of um, uh, of so many um, wrestlers within that. i got I'm literally, in a second, I will remember the name that I'm trying to say. But New Japan um, came back with like a three day event and it started with New Japan Pro Wrestling's Together event which I haven't seen yet. Um, and then it moved into the New Japan Cup. So the New Japan Cup is um, something that I've never never really watched through before. So it's great to kind of like find this with um, a lot of the people out there because there's, there's no wrestling. So. Um, I wanted to very, very quickly and just kind of talk about this gush over New Japan. So (laughs) um, I'm going to go to the New Japan uh, website and I'm going to pull up the first two days because I've watched the first two days um, and like I literally finished them today. And we're gonna just uh, we're just gonna gush for a second because um, Queen of Ne and um, and Big Paws on a Pup JEPQ um, put out a great show for for the first one um, Queen and Pup Connection and then um, Queens put out one but I couldn't listen to them um, I'm gonna listen to them there because they've had some amazing stuff so let's very quickly just gush about New Japan so um, oh, let's maybe make this a bit bigger or just do this what maybe we can do that oh yeah there we go this will look better. So, um, so New Japan, uh, new, new Japan's New Japan's <laughs> New Japan, New Japan, New Japan, New Japan Cup 2020 started yesterday. So that's Tuesday, June 16th. And I've been watching these matches today. So obviously spoilers ahead, but, um, but yeah, I, these are the matches that I just wanted to kind of pick out and say, please go and watch these if you are a brand new New Japan fan or if, well, if you've been watching for a while and you just kind of wanted to maybe get a few highlights so oh my god this is why i love new japan so much like, there's there's matches on paper that don't look like they're going to be great and they're amazing so number one toriano versus jado um the second match in the new japan cup it's only nine minutes but i'm a big fan of toriano um i love The whole gimmick, I love his gimmick. Uh, It reminds me of like a cheesy like Keith Chegwin like he reminds me of like Keith Chegwin. Like that's who he reminds me of, always trying to shill stuff. like. And um, and yeah, he came out. And of course he is like the, he is like the upsetter of all of the tournaments cause he's a comedy wrestler, but um, he's actually really good. And he had an amazing match with Jado and he picked up the win there. But I would definitely suggest going and check that match out. Um, now the eight man tag team match, um, which happened between Yua, um, Umara, Yuji Nagata, I love Yuji Nagata, Kota Ubushi, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Ace of New Japan, going up against um, Yoshinobu, Kanemaru, Minoru Suzuki, uh, Murder Grandpa, and of course, Zack Sabre Jr., the man who fought against Brexit um, during New Japan's G1 last year, and of course, Tai. Now this was a really good match um, if only to see Yuji Nagata go up against Minoru Suzuki heading up for one of the matches I was really excited for a night two and they beat the crap out of each other because that's what they do. Um, the match was won by Minoru Suzuki after some crazy stuff. Of course the cool thing about New Japan is even in these tag matches they continue on stories with other wrestlers so we got to see like a face-off between Obushi and Zack Sabre Jr. We got to see a face-off between Tan- Tanahashi and Konamaru and also Tanahashi and Taichi um, it was very sub- um, sublime absolutely sublime and Minoru Suzuki pick- picked up the win against Yuya Umura who I love one of the young lions who has really bulked up since uh, he's been in lockdown and uh, he was fantastic also, of course, Hama versus Takahashi. Uh, hiromi Takahashi, that match was insane. Like, I was very, 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 very happy with that match. Um, I have to say, I was excited. I was like, hella excited for that match. And they did not disappoint. Um, it was great. It was it was a really, really fun match. And uh, like Homma really impressed me. Takahashi was, Hiromu Takahashi definitely brought his A-game. And uh, that was one of my matches of the night that night, the first night. <clears throat> and then of course we had Tomohiro Ishii, the Storm Pitbull, going up against El Desperado. I'm really big fan of Tomohiro Ishii. He has my body type and uh, he is a bloody bloody bastard is <laughs> what he is he's a hard bastard and uh he has an amazing brain buster that he does and he's just oh, he's just great he's just great um he's like what i imagine otis could be if he was like like legit, if he wasn't a comedy guy, that's Otis, that's my boy Otis. Um, and Tomohiro Ishii was spectacular in this match as well, and picked up the win against El Desperado. But if you just wanted to watch a few matches out of that, I would say Homa versus Takahashi. Um, I would also definitely suggest Toriyano versus Jado, um, because those two matches were like my highlights. Um, but of course, if you just wanted to see some like all out like warfare, go and check out the Eight Man Tag. Now. Of course, day two, and I will get to your questions and stuff in a second. But day two, now this is the nut. This is this is the one that I was waiting for when I looked at the brackets originally. So Gabriel Kidd, um, a lot of people um, are really really high on Gabriel Kidd. Um, I haven't really seen much of him. Um, I know that he recently joined New Japan, and I'm very excited to see what he has to do. Um, and in this match against uh, Taiji Ishimori, the Bone Soldier from Bullet Club oh my god these two guys were fantastic. Um, Taiji Ishimori won with the yes lock um, but a really good showing from Gabriel Kidd. Really two fast 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 guys. Now one of my highlights of the night was the next match which was Yuya Umara Umura versus Yoshinobu Kanomaru this match was insane i bloody loved this match this match was one of my matches of the night there was this crazy spot that kanamaru did when he kind of did a um he did like a head stomp to umora off the god and it was just insane and umora was like mile a minute 9 minutes and they just like they just went at it and it was so impressive. Umora now looks more like a star to me. Like I can see him potentially maybe next year finding his way into the junior heavyweights. But like he's built like a heavyweight so uh like good good on him and I'm I like I, I like it and I like the fact that with New Japan you can watch people from the genesis of what they're doing as a young lion and you can watch them hit the like the main scene and find their voice and I'm really Really excited to find um, to, when Yu-Yu, um, Yuya Yumura finds his voice. But unfortunately, he didn't win that. It was won by Konamaru, but definitely watch that match. It's only 10 minutes. Um, now this was amazing as well. Nice gang warfare match. Um, it was uh, Shou, Yo Yoshihashi, and Hiroki Goto going up against Bushi, Shingo, Takaki, uh, uh, Senada, and Evil. Um, Goto beat Bushi um, uh, and it was a great match uh, but again I wasn't that into it I don't know what it was but um, Goto was again a hard bastard. Now of course one of the matches of the night for me, Yuji Nagata going it's Minoru Suzuki. Oh my god! So if you've got 20 minutes and all you have is 20 minutes and you've got New Japan World and all you've got is 20 minutes and you just want to see like what New Japan is kind of renowned for. And one of the things that I really love about Strong Style um, is just two hard as hell bastards just slapping the shit out of each other. And that's what they did. And there's like points in the match. And like, even because there's no audience like you can hear Minoru Suzuki like laughing, like whenever he gets hit. And there's a point in the match when the Nagata gets like busted open, um, Suzuki like, there's one really fun segment, like a section of the match where he goes and grabs a chair and then the ref's like, no, you can't do that. So he runs around the other side and grabs another chair and then hits Nagata and then like breaks the seat because he hits him that hard. These two guys have absolute wars. And I love the fact that on the tag match the, the night before we got to see them kind of like face off and Nagata got busted open. Like his face was, his mouth was bleeding because of course him and Suzuki are pretty solid and pretty stiff. Um, and yeah. Nagata picked up the win, Um, very surprised at that actually, Um, like it was the end of the match and Suzuki just like flew around him, it was like insane and then Nagata just hit him with a backdrop hold um, and won, Um, very impressive very good match. I was very excited for this. I love when Minoru Suzuki's out there kicking the shit out of people and if Yuji Nagata normally goes and kicks the shit out of people and we got two shit kickers like that. This is why I love Guido um, even. Um, which it takes us to our next match which was again a really 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 fun match. The main event of the night which is Kazuchika Okada going up against Guido. The Booker of New Japan and of course the well the I guess the Eric Bischoff of the Bullet Club and the um, yeah, fun match. Gato came out pretending to be injured, um, like, with, like, a cast and stuff, and Okada just, like, ripped to shit. There was a really fun bit as well at the beginning of the match where, like, Gato pretended to lay on his back, and Okada, like, went to pity, but the Gato's like, Ah-ha-ha. Um, Gato got, like, brass nooks throughout, like, I wonder if my notes will show up on here. Let's see, will my notes show up on stream? No. Um, I've got, like, Gato tries to hit him with a bottle as Carter doesn't accept he is injured. Gato lays down and waits to be pinned but messes with Okada. Gato uses the table on the outside on Carter Gato waits for the counter and then tosses Okada at the other side to the guardrail. Low blow then grabs some brass knucks from under the ring. Um, goes for the blade runner which is awesome. Like he was really strong in this as well. Like Gato like looked like a badass. Um, and at the end of the match uh, he knocked Gato um, acar sorry knocked jado off the apron who was kind of interfering um, throughout the match hit the tombstone pile driver and then put Gato in a submission um, the cobra clutch um, it was it was quite an interesting version of the Cobra clutch as well and Gato tapped out and that was it acar won um, of course the the the, the, the bad thing um, between um with the way that I, obviously, if you're watching New Japan at the moment, there are no English commentators, but it kind of just brings you into the match more because, like, they're so excited. Every single commentator is so excited. They just get you into the match. Like, whenever there's a a move, obviously there would have been people that you could just hear like, BRAIN BUSTER! And it's, ah fantastic so um, the next few parts of of the New Japan Cup are happening in the next few weeks so that's next week if I pull up the schedule for y'all next week um, so that's all of the New Japan Cup for this week but next week on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we got some more matches, and like again, like there's some amazing matches coming up. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Taichi, we got Kota Ibushi going up against Zack Sabre Jr., are always gonna be a good match when you get to see those two guys come up. Um, Sho versus Takagi, that's gonna be interesting. Uh, Ryosuke Toguchi who was very, very, um, was pulling off a lot of wins last year when it came to the G1, going up against Sonata, that's gonna be interesting, and we've also also got next the uh, coming up um, uh, Satoshi Kojima going up against Evil. That's gonna be interesting. Goto versus Takahashi, the Tokyo pimp. If only if only to see Peter. Um, I'm very happy about that. Obviously they've got these special matches planned for the events as well. Um, and then the final day on Wednesday, we've got Makabe versus Ishii to kick off the match. Oh my God, that's going to be insane. And then uh, we've got Toriyama versus Takahashi, which is going to be a very interesting match as well, because they're both kind of like, like they're both, they're both jokesters as it Um But yeah, I'm like, obviously, um, This show we talk about kind of everything. We talk about um, AEW, we talk about the WWE, we talk about like New Japan sometimes. Um, We potentially sometimes talk about like old WCW. The one thing about this show is I like to talk about a lot of different things and if you want to join me on this New Japan kind of run then I will be trying to put together like. Um, Watch alongs moving forwards, possibly for like the finals day in July. But for now, um, for anyone out there that's in the United States and watching you Japan, I salute you. I salute you. It's starting at like five, six in the morning, and people are complaining. I'm like, yo, that's good. It's starting at like eleven in the morning for us. And also, welcome to the world of watching professional wrestling from another continent. If you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. Do the thumbs up in the video, really helps with the algorithm. You can also do it by subscribe if you haven't already. Hit the bell notification to be notified of when I was going live. Foul goes live every Wednesday for the weekly wrestling recap. Um, also, you can check out my Patreon for other things, which we will talk about later on, I guess. And of course, if you want to help support Radio Foul, go and check us out on social media at Radio Foul on Twitter and Instagram. Now. Uh, let's go back to the chat and let's see what you alls saying. Um, uh, Vince thinks, <laughs> that's how I feel, I'm so glad Roman stayed home, but like I said, um, I'm worried about the likes of Ric Flair, um, Brian Walsh, uh, they just keep pushing the envelope to see how much they can get away with, um, feels like they're testing us, um, Nail says, uh, Vince thinks, uh, Brian Walsh says, Vince thinks Trump will always back him up, Nails, so he thinks he's untouchable. As Nail says, true. Um, Brian Walsh, I really think Vince has mental problems as he's getting older. I mean, there are certain things there. There are certain things that he's doing out there, which I would normally think a board of directors would probably vote upon a vote of no confidence with. But I guess as long as money is coming in, for now, there's no real issue, which is a bit of a shame. Um, and uh, Brian, uh, I I love Zack Sabre Jr. Interviews after his matches, even though he's a bushy's enemy and I should boo him. He's still hilarious. I love Zack Sabre Jr. Like all of the stuff, like g one he was like it 's not my fault it 's not my fault i 'm losing it 's bloody brexit and then he was like it 's not my fault i 'm losing it 's bloody Boris Johnson. And I was like, I love this guy so much like it's he, hes he 's doing comedy for the british audience and I was like that 's amazing that 's absolutely amazing and there was a match he had at the G one last year when he beat Farley by like basically like running into the crowd, tying his shoelaces and then running back in for the 20 cat. I thought that was amazing. Like he was absolutely sensational last year. And uh, Brian Walsh says, They are afraid and are having a great payday. Uh, Brian, has New Japan got the English commentary on yet? No, they haven't. Um, I wish I'd nominated Zatsuba Jr., calling, calling Koti, Kota Abushi sexy and saying all those lovely muscles and no brains about him. I love that. Because um, Kid is a great talent. Uh, ZSJ is a great talker, very intelligent. Um, hello there, love fan, Sean C. Bullock. Shock the system indeed. And if it's not on a daft o'clock, when you stream, I'll watch along. Um, Sadly, looks like no English indies till October. That's the least of British wrestling's problems today, eh? five minutes go. it's a silly billy for us in a bit, um, at the earliest true, very, very, very true. Now, that particular story uh, kind of developed as I was writing the script for today. Um, so, we're going to go into um, like a bit of a fun segment, because I think that we've kind of been... For a little bit too long. So let's go into this week's, and there's not many of them, but let's go into this week's Bright Side of the Ring. Come on, let's go bright side of the ring. You're listening to Radio Foul. There I am. Hello, welcome to this. This is not Bright Side of the Ring, I guess it is. Welcome to Bright Side of the Ring. Um, so, number one, uh, if you want to submit these and you listen along and you're like, oh, I want to get involved, I've come up to cheer myself up because of it. Cool five minutes ago. Hopefully, hopefully I can help. Um, if you want to get involved in this, and all you have to do, there's a script. Bang, bang. <laughs> yeah, there's not like a full script, but I at least write. Do you want to see today's script? Let's show you today's script, yeah. Shall we show you? Wait, let me actually show you the script. Wait, let's move some of that down, yeah. So this, this is today's script. Do you, wanna, do you wanna see today's script? Okay, so for those of you that are watching on youtube.com slash original, this is today's script. Be amazed, yeah. Be so amazed at the lengths I went to with today's script. This is today's script. Can you see the script? Can you, can you literally, that is all of today's script because things were developing so fast, I was like, I, I can't even. So that, that's a script, y'all. That's the script. Um, So today's today's, um, weekly wrestling recaps, BSOTRs, are um, brought in by few people. Thank you very much. Of course, as I said, you can get involved that by going to Twitter at foul underscore original and I put out the hashtag BSOTR every now and then. Get involved or you can just say hello. This is a BSOTR for you. Things that have made you giggle, things that have made you happy. Now, First of all, um, big, big thank you to everyone that got involved with the post on the social needs. Here it is. And um, number one, thank you to Conrad from Everything Pro Wrestling. Um, He says, B-S-O-T-R, so his Bright Side of the Ring this week, is the return of New Japan Pro Wrestling and the podcast in the wrestling community talking social issues. Now, I wanted to kind of add on to that and I'm going to give them like, I wanted to give them like a special time during replay this, and I kind of will later on, time dependent. But I wanted to give a, if I don't get a chance to do that, because obviously that's the script you've seen, um, I wanted to give a special shout out to Jeff. Um, first of all, Jeff from Insiders Wrestling podcast last night. He made me cry um, in the middle of the night, but it was good. As in, you need to hear it. And the things that I heard from him about the ways in which um, people uh, of color, especially black people in America, are treated, um, it broke my goddamn heart last night. And it was a good pain. Um, it's something that I feel like is definitely a discussion that has to be had. And I wanted to give him special praise there because. He did it live. Shit. Like, I wouldn't have tried to do it live. My god. Um, Major props. And also major props to Joe, um, who also shared some very, very personal stories and personal experiences. And he's a great guy. Jeff's a great guy. I'm very, very happy they did that last night. Um, And I'm really happy that the community as a whole, um, um, they really, really, they really supported last night. They supported a man pouring his heart out. And um, speaking about the topics of racism, it's never a fun thing. Um, it's never gonna be your bright side of the ring, but the courage and the strength it took to do that and the balls, because it's a risk, yeah? It's a risk. You go out there and you say what you think about race relations, it's a risk, but you know what? Some risks are worth it. And like, I'm I'm so happy they they did that yesterday. So they are like, there. They're one of my bright sides of the ring for the week. Um, now, um, also of course, um, this this was awesome uh, from Nails and New York um, Nails. This picture of Ali, fabulous he Ali dessert man like look at him look at how look at how happy he is um, for those of you that are listening along he has a donut box from Dunkin Donuts and they already have chocolate and sprinkles and he's adding Nutella from a jar that I did not know existed that is the kind of jar that as an Asian man and of similar kind of ethnicity to him know that that's what our parents would buy if they could buy Nutella um, in that kind of tub and I now need to find a yogurt tub version of Nutella to add to all of my desserts. So big bright side of the ring um, there. Thank you very much for Um And also this um, great BSOTR, which is Big Swole putting Pineapple Pete over on Twitter and um, talking about um, how he's doing better. Oh, I probably can't actually put that picture up. <laughs> Um how he's doing better and uh um he's looking better every week and he needs him on his on her swole patrol and that'd be really cool. Um and I'd really, really like like to uh like, like to uh like to see them work together. That would be amazing. Um but obviously also Bright Side of the Ring, I just want to say New Japan coming back. But like, New Japan coming back has been so great. I mean being able to watch like two hours of like actual escapism wrestling like, it's hard to do that nowadays, but every day knowing that there's like two hours of really fun wrestling, like, to watch, um, and wrestling that I feel is ethically sound as well, which is really weird to say, like. Um, but let's just nip into the chat and see what else you guys have got. Um, I can see the script. Can everyone see the script? <laughs> um, bang I here. Hey, bang and bang. Um, I listened and I sobbed too, foul uh, I sobbed too, foul. Yeah, I know. Like, it was just, but major, major props to those guys. I mean, props to both of them. Um, as I've already said, they're doing some really amazing work, and um, it it's it's good to know um, that people are able to voice opinions, which some people might find uncomfortable, might find uncomfortable. But uh, but yeah. Big shout out to those. Though those guys are my bright side of the ring because, like, they were—they're really positive guys, and I think that it's—it's um, it's great what they kind of bring to the dance. Bring to the dance. Um, so yeah, those are my bright sides of the ring. Let's uh, let's knit that to the studio. Pew. Now, of course, um, as has been brought up by Five Nerds Go, I would be bereft of my duties if I did not speak on what has been going on in Brit- rest today. Now, I'm going to have to, but of course, please understand that there are litigious things, and for the litigious reasons um, and reasons of legality, um, I will essentially have to do this as I would say in a nudge, nudge, wink, wink kind of situation. So let's go into this week's silly Billy and uh, let let's see how much of a nudge, nudge, wink, wink I can I can actually do on this. Let's let's see. Let's uh. Let's do that. So that should help. See you in a second. So, um, so welcome to Silly Billy this week. Now, normally in Silly Billy, um, I would talk about like stupid shit and. Um, you know, like, I, I try not to, too much to bring in the silly billies. But I'm gonna keep saying allegedly, so we should be okay. There is a report, and that's this is, this is how I'm gonna speak, there is a report of a professional wrestler within the Brit rest scene who is fiercely independent and There have been some allegations that have come out, and I'm going to call them allegations now because we have to at least give everyone their... We don't want to convict someone in the court of public opinion, but several allegations have come out that this particular individual was... mm, I can't think of the word... was inappropriate, there we go, was very, very inappropriate with um, some of his former um, former girlfriends and apparently he treated them very badly to the point — I'm being very careful, Brian — to the point where they have made allegations against him and those allegations are still allegations. Please remember this. Now, there are many of us out there that are very believing of the allegations but they are allegations now if these are to be true this could bring down this man's career which is why i'm treading carefully because again we should not convict someone in the court of public opinion and we don't know what's happened there are many people out there that believe the person that has put this out there are many people that are supportive of her as well and i am supportive of her please understand this and I'm supportive of this being going into, um, yeah, no, it's really going into the proper legal channels and being investigated that way. Because if these allegations are true, then this is despicable. This is reprehensible. If the allegations aren't true, then we need to be able to give this person a chance to come back from this. But right now, in the culture that we're in, and also if the allegations are true, then he's done some really silly things. And I think silly isn't even the word. Like, reprehensible is the word. Now, this individual has This independent individual has put out a statement already um, about an hour or so ago about what's happened and about their journey and their struggle with and potentially agreeing with some of the allegations that have come out. But it was a very prepared statement. So we don't really know anything else. There are many conflicting stories here and there are many people that would gain from him being, from these allegations being true, but there are also allegations that if they are not true, we need to be able to give this person the benefit of the doubt. We have to because it's not Obviously, the feels like there's an overwhelming amount of evidence for this being true, but we have to at least let this play out in the real courts. Um, yeah, unfortunately he has admitted it. Well, that's the thing he hasn't admitted it. and I don't, and as I said, I'm very careful in this one. I've got to be very, very careful. What I can say is, obviously, this is still ongoing. So please understand, I had to talk about it today, but we have to nudge, nudge, wink, wink this whole thing because um, it's it, it, it's all still going on. But that's the only silly billy of this week. Yeah, like I don't want to bring any more in because I want to be doing replay this, I want to come out. We don't want a lot of negativity this week. And there will be, believe me, there will be other media outlets that will be talking about this in probably a way more respectful way than I am. And. Um, let's let's let let, let's let other people look at this who can actually investigate the sources and stuff and we'll see what happens now there are already people and again I don't want to name the names but there are already people that have come out in support of this person people with major stakeholders within the wrestling business not just community so let's not just call him guilty now let's at least Give a chance for a real investigation to happen, but um, but yeah, it's terrible stuff. It's terrible stuff. Um, so uh, see so yeah, see so yeah, and no five nodes go yeah exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's 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 a conversation that's probably going to keep happening. Um, this conversation is going to keep going because it, he didn't like, and I don't want to go through the statement. But essentially the statements like I don't want to even go, I can't, I can't, I can't, because I know, I know, I know, I'll, I'll get myself into trouble. These are the kind of times where I actually write a script for it so I don't get myself in trouble and I make sure that I actually spend time thinking about the words. So instead, let's let's go into another little beacon of positivity and something that we should definitely be looking at, which is some amazing stuff that's coming up this week and some amazing stuff that's already happened this week on this week's Replay Dis. I'm back. Um, I have to take away the... Uh, sorry sorry, guys, I had to delete that message because it's just coming through over and over and over again now and I'd rather not have the R word in my chat just for like, you know, for the sake of my own sanity if anything else, but welcome to replay this this week. It, it's, as I understand, it's a very emotive topic, yeah, um, and it's something that definitely needs to be spoken about, but like you can't just I don't feel like it's right to just um, just automatically kind of in the court of public opinion this the, the individual is um, as I said there are many people that would gain from him being guilty in this um, and I'm not taking anyone's side like but again we have to at least give people a chance to like let the courts do something. Like this is the time for the courts, like the real courts. But anyway, um, as I said earlier on, I wanted to give a special shout out to the folks over at Insiders Wrestling Podcast. Um, those guys, Joe and Jeff put out an amazing show yesterday I'm um, talking about racism. It went about an hour long um, and they were interactive with the chat as well. It was really, really, it was great. And it was really cathartic. And uh, they're doing quite a few live shows at the moment. And they're going to start doing quite a few more. As I said, I would urge you to go and check them out. Um, they're great people, and they are really, really—they're really fun. But they're really fun guys as well. And uh, they've got a lot of other stuff going on as well. Hopefully, I can get involved with them on something not necessarily wrestling-related. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, also, big shout out to Frank Mandolini. He did an interview with Matthew from Botchamania earlier on this week. That guy is just going around, just making us all look bad, making us all look bad. So if you get a chance, go check out the Last Minute Wrestling Podcast. He's recently started up a Patreon as well. Um, you also can go pick him up a coffee, like Kofi. Um, not Kingston, but it's, uh, he's really fun. He's a really good guy. Now, of course, if you haven't already, go check out some New Japan if you can. Go, go check out New Japan from this day I've said all the, the matches that I really liked um, but if you had any that you guys like then please let me know um, Mags actually responded to that and uh, Mags had a great um, a great one what did he say let's go to Magsy boy. where is he um, where is he where is Mags Mags said uh, oh my god they've got so many tweets wait a second let's uh, come down I get tagged in so many tweets that sometimes it's hard to find the the original tweet I was looking for. Wait, maybe it was here. Yes, it was. Okay, so um, Mag suggested these matches. Um, that interview with Matthew was great. Um, Mag suggested these matches uh, from night one. Hiromu versus Honda was better than I expected. Obvs. Um And Despi uh, and uh, Desperado and Ishii shone them both. It was great. Um, Both told a really good story, had a of a match. um, And Nagata versus Suzuki left me with a broken jaw and collarbone. Damn, damn. Um, We also had, like, I don't know what is going on now, but I'm just getting, like, all the chat just coming through. Like, the last one is just going over and over and over again. I think it's because I keep hitting reset cache. We'll find out what's happening with that. If not, you'll just see the same message over and over again. Um, Oh, yeah, like, it is just going to keep coming. Great stuff. Um, Oh, there's a different one. Maggle. There you go. Um it's gonna keep saying Maggle now, isn't it? Oh god, what happened? What happened to the show? Look at it. Look pop it. Shut up, shut up. Now. Um, also, in replay this this week, um, I wanted to um, say, if you've got chance, go check out Radio Foul. I only put out one episode this week, which was Document Tuesday because breakfast. I was writing up breakfast and then loads of breakfast things changed. So I've got hopefully a few more coming up in the next few weeks on Radio Foul, so go check those out. Also, um, I would definitely suggest you go check out um, The Queen and Pup Connection on Smart to Death Radio. Um, they I haven't listened to it yet but they're always so fun and when they get together and they're going to be talking about New Japan and chat is okay this side I, I, I don't know it just keeps going um but they uh they put out a great show and as I said Queen put out one specifically about night two um which she did I think it was like 10-15 minutes and it went out that's like a surprise little addition. Um, but yeah, there's loads of people, as I said at the moment, putting out an amazing stuff. Go check them out. Um, I also checked out um, briefly Kalen's Corner from Jesse Kalen, I think that's her name, um, from uh, from the Over on Insiders Days and Insiders Wrestling podcast. Um, I just saw it the other day, but my chat wasn't working, so I couldn't actually say hello. Um, but that was quite interesting to see the predictions show before NXT. I think it was on I saw for my hope it was backlash. I can't remember um but uh, but yeah, that was uh that that's all of the replay this for this week. Uh, your boy, what up um yeah it's uh, it, it's great like it's there's been some really great shows. I'm really excited. of course, tonight we're also doing the aew watch alongs so come check us out for that and um and yet this 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 wrestling is back everyone and what the cool thing about new Japan coming back is All of some of my favourite podcasters are coming back and doing stuff because it's of the time. I'd also go and suggest checking out Conrad, um, Conrad El um, Compto Newton, um, who is doing some great stuff as well. Um, it was backlash, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I came and kind of checked it out, but I couldn't really do any more because my chat wasn't working. But um, but yes, uh, those are. I mean, obviously, you can go check out my Patreon as well. Why not? patreoncom slash Um But but it's, it's it's been a great week for wrestling, and I'm really excited that New Japan's back. We're gonna. I might try and split off into a separate show. For New Japan, um, because obviously, otherwise, as you saw, it took like ten minutes of the show out. Um, but but yeah, like. Really, really excited for all this wrestling coming back. And also, it's in the link in the description. I'm currently doing a giveaway for Game Changer Wrestling coming back on June 20th, um, which is this Saturday um, at quite early, actually. It's like 5, 6 Eastern. So I'm actually going to stay up to watch um, Game Changer Wrestling, their first show coming back. And uh, uh, yeah, check out the link in the description. It's available on Fight. Um, and you can, you can go check that out and it also helps support the channel There, you click the link. So, there you go. <laughs> um, but that is... Phew. That is that for the end of the show. Um, but thank you so much for joining me with all the technical hilariousness that's happening to me and the potential litigious nature of tonight's show. Um, but before I end the show, um, I wanted to say also um big thank you to so many people um on my birthday. Thank you so bloody much for all of that birthday love on my on my birthday. It was um it was bloody humbling it was. It bloody was. Um and it, I really, really. Also, thank you to like Virtual Basement, like Virtual Basement, like, wished me happy birthday. It Just tickled me like while I was in the garden. And if you want to get tickled in the garden, then you know, go to go to the Virtual Basement, I guess. But um, but yeah, I, I've got. Before we end the show, of course, I do have our. And finally, and we got a fun and finally this week, because as I said, yeah, I don't really have a script, but I do like to bookmark tweets, bookmark all the tweets. So um, so there's actually two. Yeah, this was going to be my bright side of the ring to begin with, but there is a new figure over on Ringside Collectibles, and it is of Matt Riddle. Now, what's awesome is obviously it's Matt Riddle and you look at it, you go, okay, cool, cool, cool. So it's the original bro, like um, it's the elite Matt Riddle. So it's the the actual official WWE figure, but it's got flip-flops. His his figure actually has flip-flops and it also has like interchangeable hands and stuff. Like I think that that is absolutely spectacular. It literally, it literally, yeah, has flip-flops. Um, It literally has flip-flops, and what else? Um, We've got, (laughs) and another one that I saved here as well, uh, which is, which is this, yeah? This also made me laugh. Yeah, this is also one of my... And, the, and finally, I could have ended with this week. So as some of you may or may not know, uh, Mia Yim and Shelton Benjamin are really, really good friends. And big shout out to those wrestling girls who are just killing it out there all the time. They put a tweet out and someone said, what's a dream women's match we have not seen in WWE? And I love Mia Yim and she's like me versus Shelton Benjamin. And as you've got there, people saying uh, Mia wins because obviously she'd win because she's Mia Yim and like she'd obviously beat Shelton Benjamin. Um, And also like I got loads, I got loads this week. And also was this one, which I thought was was great. So um, as you may have seen on social media, if you're on social media, on Twitter especially, there's been a current meme going around, which is like three things. And then it's like, if you like it, like which one you like depends on what, like social interaction or engagement you have with it. So if you comment, it's one thing, retweet one thing, like another thing. So Fox put up a tweet only five hours ago of the new day. And you've got Xavier Woods on the comment one. You've got um, Kofi on the retweet and you've got Big E Langston on the like. And looking right now, everyone's liking Big E Langston. They've got 7.3 thousand likes. And immediately afterwards, there is <laughs> Xavier Woods with his message, Wedge Driving Ass. <laughs> oh, I love Xavier Woods. I absolutely love Xavier Woods. Um, but that is um, that is everything. That That is everything right now. Um, Riddle looks like He-Man. Oh, good boy. How you doing? I'll be heading to Insiders after this too. Awesome. Um, so that is the end of the show. I don't know what the hell's going on with the, with the chat over here. It's just gone absolutely insane let's see maybe if i put that up i might be able to hide it and make it look better but um join me later on for the aew watch along which is starting at 7:45 p.m eastern um and if not then join me for next week's weekly wrestling recap it's also available on radio foul if you're listening on radio foul then this show goes out live every wednesday at 5 p.m eastern 10 p.m uk time for the weekly wrestling recap where we talk about wrestling Thank you so much everyone, have yourself a great evening and for those of you that join me for AEW Watch Along, I'll see you later. This has been a Foul Original. Thanks for watching slash listening. See y'all next time. Hmm? See y'all next time then, bye bye Follow us on social media at Radio Fowl. The lines are open and we're awaiting your call. This has been a Radio Foul broadcast. Thanks for tuning in and getting on our wavelength.